fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Uh, George Lucas did not call me back. I'm using the music for the intro. Please don't so we have to deal. We have to deal with the hand clapping because Evans is still in Ghana. We're not sure when he's coming back, if he's coming back, because he has all the sound effects, which, you know, is fine. But uh, yeah, again, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, guys, welcome back to another episode of Open Shutter. We have the pleasure of welcoming Miss Kenny Duvere, KF, on the show with us, Toronto model. And she's going to be talking about the mall industry, her experience, um, the differences between freelance agency and all that good stuff. So it's going to be a really fascinating show if uh, you're interested in learning more about the mall, model industry. And uh, that's the hour, so stay tuned. Um, if you're coming from Kay's side, we do this show every week. Try to get on as many guests as possible. Go into like a whole host of photography issues, stories, niches, all that stuff. So if you're interested in coming on and talking about your stuff, feel free to message us on Open Shutter YouTube on Instagram, and we can definitely uh, talk about having you on the show. And uh, if you don't know who I am, my name is Paul, and uh, I usually host the show with Evans and Brian, but they have ditched me for bigger and better things, so that's okay. I can deal with that. And, uh, you know, I, I host this show, and I also do vlogs about life. So if you're into, like, life, check out my channel after the show, because uh, there's some good stuff on, and there's some not good stuff on. So that's just the way it goes. And uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I'll throw it to Kay for a little intro about herself for the viewers. Uh, well, I'm Kay or Miss Candy Duver, uh, two on Instagram. That two is important now because oh. I did lose my original account. Oh, uh, no. so I've, uh, I'm restarting, I'm regrowing. Oh. So, was your account hacked? I'm sorry, was, was your account hacked? No, I did not fall for the scam, <laughs> that scam that was going around and they had your account. Some weird thing happened. It's still unexplained to this day, may remain a mystery forever. Um, Instagram, but, get it together. Yeah, all gone. So just, I'm restarting. So yeah, Miss Candy DeVere too. Um, yeah. I've been modeling for about 10 years, off and on with some breaks in between. Um and yeah, as mentioned, I have experience. I started off as an agency model and uh, yeah. just went into freelance from there. Excellent. Yeah, no, for sure. So kind of like a little backstory, because uh, when, when we had Kate on a few weeks ago, uh, Kate was watching and she said, oh, can I, can I come on and talk about like my story, which, which I think is great. So uh, maybe mm -hmm. kind of going back to like the beginning, like how did you get into the modeling in industry in the first place like was there some sort of like motivation behind it or in, like what was the interest behind it well um i'm i'm a theater kid at heart okay. i grew up uh, my mom put me in a bunch of drama clubs and drama camps and theater was the way that i initially was going mm. and so i was in school in university for theater and through some friends and and people there i got connected to modeling and a, a couple of agencies. Um, okay. They were a couple of people working in the working in the industry, doing ads, photographers, that sort of thing. Right. So they kind of got me into um, modeling and 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 that oh, sort yeah. of thing. So through that, um, I got connected to an agency, and it sort of took off from there. And I spent about four years. Okay. With the with an agency there, okay. and um, 
It was great. Uh, I was considered even old in the business. I was early 20s, but even so, I was considered to be quite old to be getting into agency modeling and early early 20s some problems there Sorry. early 20s early 20s yeah by um, age 25 actually you're considered too old like to get your start in any sort of agency modeling you're pretty much on your way out um right. at that point and that was pretty much the case for me but even entering in um i just i heard a lot of oh well, you're very old right. um and, and that and um, yeah, there were some problems that came about with booking gigs that way that I was yeah. considered to be quite old in the industry. Um, and another thing had to do with well, I'm, I'm my background is I'm mixed, mm -hmm. so it's very much about fitting a, a box and fitting a type and mm -hmm. and being a, and being mixed. I'm wasn't identified as white i wasn't identified as black a lot of the time they didn't know what to do with me because mm -hmm. i didn't fit uh a particular mm -hmm. book and lot i was basically labeled as the exotic model oh. so uh that was the interesting is because um i was mixed race they just labeled me exotic but i mean so, yeah wow how did you i guess oh like overcome like these these um obstacles like how did like how did you like was there um, a certain mindset to it or you, you just kind of said i'm not listening to you guys i'm just doing my thing or well the thing with agency work is they hook you up with an agent somebody that gets you jobs right. and you're very much dependent on them to get you those jobs to find you those jobs you're mm. allowed to go and seek out work outside of of what these agents find you, but mm -hmm. it has to be paid work and the agency gets a certain percentage of it. You are very much discouraged against doing any sort of free trade for photo work. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so, but again, that's because the agency, they, they want yeah. their percentage and want to get paid. Of course. Um, so it was very difficult um, to try and overcome a lot of these obstacles yeah. within the machine that was the the agency right because it wasn't just one person and no. when you booked the gig it was the photographer the hair people like there was a whole team mm -hmm. of people so um but that being said i had a lot of amazing opportunities in my agency days i got to you know fly to chicago i got to be in a hotel ad campaign in las vegas i got nice. to be in like a couple of magazines like sold in store magazines and nice, publications nice. that way um so there was a lot of amazing opportunities but i kind of describe it as a horribly wonderful experience okay. because there was a lot of again a lot of opportunities a lot of uh gigs that were amazing that allowed for travel um but at the same time um certain mindsets and yeah. and how i was being treated um right was a little not cool yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 
No, I mean, like, what are some I mean, people, I guess people that are, I guess, listening or watching now or later on, and they're aspiring to be models, like, what are some things that they should watch out for if they're looking into, like, working with an agency? Like, are there certain, like, red flags that come out, like, that aren't so obvious that people should maybe pick up on, or? Um, well, having a firm grasp of reality, people are going to be direct and frank about how you look mm -hmm. and your appearance because i mean let's be honest it's a business that is focused on how you look and how yeah. your appearance can be sold and can sell a product however mm -hmm. it can work right so you have to understand that the business is going to be very harsh very harsh mm -hmm. on on you and your appearance so you mm -hmm. have to have a firm sense of self okay and realistic expectations and outlook uh, no one's going to sugarcoat things for you um i mean there's this misconception i think from america's next top model and all those shows that the modeling industry is glamorous yeah. and that it's a certain way yeah and i mean to a certain extent the, the stereotypes that we've come to know about the industry there are some truths to that um and so you you just have to go in there um, with no sugar-coated false ideas of things mm -hmm. um, or yourself. Um, you really have to have a strong sense of self. Yeah, and I guess you have to know, like, why you're going into the business also. Like, is there, like, you know, I mean, I'm just like, you know, do people go in there thinking they're going to become famous, like, overnight? Yes. Do people think, yeah. So again, that you have to have a realistic, um, grounded sense of, of the business. And right. again, all those TV shows and things that fed you an idea of what the modeling industry is, that's not really how it is. Mm -hmm. Um, but also how I phrase it is you have to know how to play the game. Mm. Um, there's a lot of times where you have to suck it up and you may not like uh somebody that you're working with you may not be happy you may have to be standing in one position there was a job i did where i basically had to be a human statue and stand in the same oh. position for about four hours oh you couldn't you move at all you couldn't move at all <laughs> uh sorry you couldn't move at all couldn't move you i was four hours you had to see a statue and you what were you doing though you what were you it. doing what were you doing were you holding a product yeah, it was basically we were supposed to be modeling uh, some clothing and we were wow. in a museum in Chicago and we were put on pedestals and we were just human um, but sculptures. For four hours? But for four hours? Uh, there was breaks, not four hours straight. <laughs> there was breaks in between, but I mean, entirely, yeah. you're basically yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. but it's wow. a full day's work. And, and so, yeah, um, yeah. so there's, there's, um, there's things like that where there's either going to be a harsh crash of reality for you or yeah, mm -hmm. you are already going there. Um, yeah. So understanding why you're going into the business, I guess also what you want to get out of the business. Like, um, like for you, I guess, like what, like what, like was there a main goal for you to get out of like the agency? Well, for me, modeling in itself and, and, and theater and everything was about having a creative outlet. Like, I'm a mm. very artistic person and I can't paint, I can't sing, I can't yeah, dance. Me too. 
That's why I'm on YouTube. <laughs> so I figured I'm going to use myself and yeah, be sure. a, and have that. So for me, I realized that the agency wasn't providing a lot of uh, creativity and a lot of room for me to express myself the way that I wanted to. It was more about, like I said, like filling a box. And again, if you go in there understanding that and being fine with that, mm -hmm. that's great. But I wanted to do product, like there were ideas that I had and there were projects that I wanted to do. And, and I felt very restricted. Ultimately, mm -hmm. I felt just very restricted. And, um, and again, that was sort of clashed with all these opportunities I was getting to do and all of these other things. So yeah. Um, I spent a, a lot longer in in the agency, sort of being conflicted with the two things. And right. yeah, ultimately, I felt like, you know what, I can do this on my own. Right. I've got a lot of ideas, yeah. <laughs> and I want to do them. So yeah, that's um, left basically. Do you recommend people that are starting to first work with the work with an agency first, and then go freelance, or do you? recommend people going freelance or is it just based on the person i i would say it it's based on your personality and like i said mm. the understanding if you're the kind of of person um that is all right with like um how do i want to phrase this like yeah like i said fitting the box and fitting mm -hmm. a type and selling the product and and being that sort of industry model there's nothing wrong with that yeah. um but yeah, if if you really want to um, express yourself creatively yeah. and and just have no restraints, then then no, you do need some experience. Like before I went into the agency, you have to have a, a portfolio of sorts. You have to yeah. be able to just so starting off freelance probably would be a good idea because you build experience. But um, like I said, the, the agency is, is very age restrictive as well. There's yeah. a certain time limit. Yeah. So if you are thinking agency, you do have a certain window of time. Right, right. Makes sense. And how does one find agencies? Like you just basically Google model agency Toronto and then just find the whole, the whole bunch? There's, there's a lot that you recommend? involved. Because there are certainly some agencies that are questionably legitimate. And um, yes, there is payment. You have to pay the agency right. um, a certain amount of money. But there are also agencies that charge too much money. That's a red flag. Is If it's mm. saying, we need $500 for headshots. We need da-da-da. Like if they're charging all this money out the wazoo, mm -hmm. that's a red flag. Red flag. Uh, but um, for me, it was word of mouth. So I can't, I, I, I would say in this day and age, the best way to do it is to Google, but do your research. Right. Um, you know, I guess also ask people that have, you know, re research people that have gone through that agency and ask them for a reference, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Um, any, any sort of references and mm -hmm. anything to back that up. Or if you see a particular agency that, say, a lot of models on, on Instagram are signed with, then that's definitely worth 
um, investigating there. Okay. So yeah. you made so you made the transition from agency to freelance. So now you're freelance. So now what? Like, how do you get work essentially? Like, what's like what's your process? Uh, so I took a, a bit of a break after the agency days, and yeah. then um, I got onto social media. Model Mayhem was a place yeah. that I started off with. Um, social media is a necessary evil. I know mm. not a lot of people like or know how to navigate those things but it is your portfolio it is how yes. you are representing yourself um and how you're networking so um model mayhem isn't exactly what it used to be um so my my best suggestion would be places like instagram uh things that are focused on photos and that are that is a community yeah. that connects you. Right. Cool. So do you just like look up like Toronto photographers and just like ask them if they want, if you want to work with them or do you just like. Yeah. I have no problem time? approaching yeah. photographers. You, yeah. Um, I know sometimes there's a bit of a power dynamic when um, you approach um, photographers because I, I do a blend of, paid work or some trade for photos depending on the project because yeah. again mainly i'm in here for creative expression and as right. a creative outlet so um if a photographer's work speaks to me um or models or or anybody in the creative team i'll reach out you know just dm and say hey what's up Okay, here, so it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and be like, hey, we gotta work hey, together. We got, got a question from Kate. What happens when the photographers that you work with won't show you, won't showcase you after? Do you notice that happens? Also, hey, Kate. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, there has been some photographers I've worked with uh, several times, and they, for whatever reason, do not showcase my work, That's and it's as if. We've never worked together. Never, like it's like this shit never happened. Sorry? It's like this shit never happened. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. I mean, that happened to me as well in, in the agency days where I would do an entire photo shoot and I was mm -hmm. there. But mm -hmm. then when it came to publication, I was cropped out. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've shown up How? to photo shoots, gotten the whole hair and makeup together. Yeah. And the photographers decided not to shoot me. Because how, how pissed were you? <laughs> after being completely like crushed and crestfallen, um, yeah, you, you can't. Did you ask them why? Turk it, take it personally. Did you ask them, did you ask them why? This, no, at that no. time I was still getting the sense of myself. I didn't have a mm -hmm. lot of confidence. So um, I, I probably should have. But it's not the photographer, like the photographer didn't hire me. When you're doing those kind of shoots, it's it's either the company or the product mm. or the people that are hiring the whole team. Mm. So they would have no idea who the mall is until they show up on set and for whatever reason. Um, mm, yeah. That sucks. But I mean, the same can be said in the freelance uh, industry yeah. and people where, um, I just, 
yeah, I don't, uh, I don't show up on the gallery. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Also rude. <laughs> yeah. And I have gotten my nerves. So there has yeah. been times where I've messaged a photographer and been like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, weird. Weird. yeah. Uh, that, I mean, you, regardless of whether or not you're part of it, the agency or doing freelance, you have mm. to have a strong sense of self. You have yeah. to be, um, I wouldn't even necessarily, necessarily say confident, but mm. you, there has to be an inner strength in order to call people on certain behaviors and things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to know yourself and to not mm -hmm. always take things so personally. Mm -hmm. That is something that I definitely learned. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's hard so when, not to, because again, it's an industry that is based off of how you yeah. look. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, you always need to you always need to stand up for yourself, right? Like you always need to make sure yeah. that you're respected and. That you know. is still an ongoing um, issue for me, because. What to be to be respected to stand up for yourself and, when yeah. something's going on but you can't quite put your finger on it it's it's um difficult to call somebody out on that but you know something's up yeah um, yeah that's really unfortunate that, that happens because you know it's work so you need uh, to me it's like just act professional like this is work yeah. like you wouldn't yeah, go into an sure. office you would you wouldn't go into an office building and doing that the same thing you're just doing a photo shoot it's and in a lot like you said it's a lot of ways it's a job it's a fun creative job and it's work but um it's professional yeah why yeah. i mean why hire me if you're not going to feature mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it yeah no but, it's valuable it's valuable so like you know just just curious for people like listening um you know, do you do you have contracts in place when you work with these photographers? Like, do you, do you make sure that everything is signed off or like agreed upon before you start working with people, just to make sure things with are on the, the up paid and up? jobs for sure. There yeah. is almost always a contract, yeah, involved. Mm -hmm. um, whereas with trade, it's sort of a, a mutual agreed upon, creative, collaborative process. Sure. A little loosey goosey, but with paid mm -hmm. because there's been issues where, um, you know, there's a debate over photographers' rights over photo uh, yeah. their photos and yeah. their the right to display them wherever and whenever. And mm -hmm. um, there has to be a clear, clear understanding mm -hmm. verbally and in writing about what mm -hmm. the expectations of the shoot is going to be and what is going to happen afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I know um, there's been a lot of photographers who, if you're doing paid work, you're signing away your rights to the photos, the, the model is. Mm -hmm. The model does not have any right to, to, to publish the photos without the photographer's consent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, as long as whatever is agreed upon, agreed upon, I mean, uh... Because you know you don't you, you don't want to be driving down the highway and seeing your your photo on a billboard. So we didn't we didn't agree to that. <laughs> like, what's yeah, going on? or some website <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. We didn't, we didn't agree um, to that. So. 
Yeah. Um, um, I, yeah, I just always find that, um, like always have contracts just because it protects everyone involved. You know. A clear understanding, understanding of what we're doing, yeah. Of what's what is expected and what will happen afterwards. Yeah, exactly. And then, well, you know, when you know when Brian's on, he always talks about you know c c communicating with the client on what his vision is and working with the client on what their vision is, and then together they'll have an agreed upon vision because everyone brings different ideas to the table. Absolutely. Which is great, which is great because that's how you learn and grow and get new ideas for next time. And um, but as long as like in that shoot, whatever's discussed is agreed upon. Um, I think that's that's important because you know you don't want someone walking away from the shoot um, not happy. No, because you're not gonna, you're not going to want to work with that person afterwards. Next yeah, you're not going to yeah. want to work with that. And also, like, especially in this industry, like word of mouth gets around that someone isn't you know so cool. It's gonna, it's, it, it can destroy your career, right? So I sure. think it's super important to make sure that everything is on the up and up. Like people that try to mislead other people, I have no idea why people do that because like it just takes a couple of people on Google to write something bad mm -hmm. about you and then you're done. So for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and even so, there have been some issues. I mean, I've heard from photographers where they have discussed things very clearly about expectations about the shoot yeah and they get there and the model well i don't want to do that well no i don't want to do that yeah and so those things will happen as well sure um and the same way where uh some photographers if they're not all on the up and up might try some things mm -hmm. um, during the shoot as well so mm. yeah my best advice is like do your research yeah. Um, if you're working with a new photographer, look at the models that he's worked with, message the models. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's the same with photographers with models. Mm -hmm. Message the photographers they've worked with. Um, 100%. Because, word of mouth. Yeah, because, you know, when, you know when, when, when everyone's comfortable on set, you just get better work, right? When yeah. someone isn't, isn't happy on the set, you're not going to get as good as as good as it works because the person's not into it <laughs> like why am when I you're here? on the same page and you're yeah. both just you're just grooving yeah. you're, just grooving. you're just going let's yeah. go yeah exactly we, yeah. we got a we got a we got a couple of questions here uh one from craig so thanks for jumping on craig what are the, what are the model's responsibility when she agrees to do a shoot well i guess that maybe comes from the contract like what is that model's responsibility um well um uh, in a lot of cases, uh, when you're doing freelance for a model, mm -hmm. hair, makeup, wardrobe is all on you. Um, okay. you. You are providing that. So I would be expected to show up for the shoot, hair and makeup done, wardrobe right. provided, depending right. on the concept that is discussed. Mm -hmm. um, the professionalism. Uh, Again, a clear understanding of yeah. what is expected of the model, yeah. and and the limitations or whatever within that. But yeah, um, exactly. And I and talent, it. like for me, I I really pride myself on my versatility. There is not a genre of that I won't do. <laughs> Yeah. So being able to be versatile and being able to show up for the assignment 
Right. Um, that, as I use it, like you read the assignment. So you show up, <laughs> hair, makeup, yeah. wardrobe, spot done. on for that. Yeah. That yeah, you're not you're not you're not doing makeup when you show up. It's already done when you show up. No. Or yeah. you're not going in front of the camera with bags under your eyes and, mm -hmm. and no makeup on and mm. A you're expecting to, to get paid for that shoot or mm. whatever theme you are trying to deliver. It's like there is a, just yeah. Good, good question. Thanks, and, Craig. Um, Another question. Yeah, sorry. Go. Go ahead, Kay. No, go ahead. Uh, question from uh, Boo Boo Remy. Do you know Boo Boo Remy? Okay. I do. How do you, how do you say She's safe? a fashion designer, a very awesome fashion okay. designer. I got Shout to be to in one Boo -Boo. of her fashion shows. Shout out to Boo Boo Remy then. Yes. You should have her on too. She. Um, wanna, all right. How do you stay safe yeah. and go in all these different shoots now that you're freelance versus the Disney Community Agency? Uh, stay safe in terms of um, when you're freelance versus agency, because yeah, that's, I guess that's the question. Well, freelance um, again, vetting who you're working with, doing as much of a background check as yeah. possible, right. um, but also just letting people know where you're going to be. And yeah. for when and for how long? Mm -hmm. um, there have been a couple of shoots. Uh, first time working with a photographer, where I pretended to be—maybe I shouldn't say this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I pretended to be on the phone with somebody entering the shoot, saying, "Yeah, I will see you at three o'clock when the shoot uh, is done." <laughs> planting but, the seed. You're planting the seed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let that person know that somebody is expecting yeah. me. Um, uh, if even if you don't intend on bringing a chaperone to the shoot, mm -hmm. suggest that to the photographer. A big red flag is if that photographer is not cool with having somebody there. Red flag. Big red flag. Big, big red old flag, red yeah. flag. Yeah, they should at least be open to the that idea. Yeah. So, but yeah. would you? Would you would you um, recommend people asking that anyway, just to see what like their response is, even if they aren't even planning to bring a chaperone, just to see what that person will say? Exactly. Oh, kind kind of like say. a test. Kind of like We're a test. Out there, yeah. Yeah. Because anybody who is not okay with having a mm -hmm. chaperone, it's mm -hmm. like why? Yeah. Why? I mm -hmm. understand to a certain extent. Sometimes having a person there can be a distraction for the model or the photographer. I get yeah. that. But it's like you can go into the other room or you can yeah. be waiting. Like, but yeah. saying absolutely no to somebody there. Mm. It's a good tip. Yeah, that's a good yeah. tip. Yeah, that's For a good sure. One. And just always, like I said, having at least one person know where you're going to be for how long, where. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the photographer's Instagram handle. <laughs> whatever yeah. you can um, location where you're gonna i guess location where you're going exactly and i guess I maybe especially do that for say if i'm shooting out of a hotel for some reason mm -hmm. i just feel extra vulnerable mm -hmm. shooting in a hotel so mm -hmm. i will literally run down the street saying i am gonna be at the water <laughs> <laughs> anybody who will listen yeah um so yeah 
Yeah. yeah, and I guess maybe telling someone that I'll text you when I'm done. And if you don't get a text from me, something yes. is up. Yeah. Most important like thing that. is get in touch with somebody after that shoot mm -hmm. and make sure they're on it. Like, it's 6.01. Why didn't you text yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I think I think I think it's really important, uh, especially for people that are starting out. They may not know this kind of stuff, right? They just assume that everyone's good and has good has good intentions, and you know, it just takes the one percent, right? So yeah. Also, as well, going to meetups where it's a little bit unknown as to who's going mm -hmm. to be there, you're mm -hmm. a little less in control as to who the photographers are going to be, and mm -hmm. all the people involved. So yeah. even more so. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's a valuable, valuable information. Thanks for the question, Boo Boo. And if you want to come on the show, let Boo. us know. Another question from uh, Kate: uh, What would you do if a photographer tries to back out of paying you after agreeing upon your rates? Oh man! So if this is you're at the shoot and they're not going to pay you, because if this is beforehand, then it's yeah. the shoot's off. Yeah. If there's any sort of back and forth and hemming and hawing um, beforehand, this is, this is why this is why you need a contract. Yes, right? this is why exactly. you need a everything. You have something in writing. But I've okay. also heard of photographers where you have a, uh, an agreed upon rate, whether it's made verbal or through a contract. Yeah, and then push comes to shove at the end of the shoot, they right. oh I only have this much. Uh, well, that's, that's uh, cool. they short change the yeah. whole thing. So yeah, that's when you put that person on blast. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. that sort of thing is the uttermost unprofessional thing, especially worst. if you've agreed upon it beforehand. Brutal, absolutely. I brutal. do find that's one of the mo more difficult things as a freelance model is. Mm -hmm. negotiating rates and having a lot of um yeah. people just not want to pay you yeah and yeah. Uh, pricing pricing is always the hard doesn't matter if you're doing photo video like whatever like you're doing like pricing is so hard sometimes sometimes because yeah. you know like you don't want to low ball but you don't want to high ball but you know what you're worth but you don't want to say that but you still want it like it's all this confusion that's exactly I and that's the time myself. Big thing I mean, is like knowing yeah. your worth knowing the experience yeah. you bring to the table um the the like a, the ability to do different genres of modeling different types yeah um you gotta know you have have to have a strong yeah. sense of self like i yeah. said and stand your ground yeah and um, know like how much how much work goes into how, how much work goes into something right because sometimes people ask me for videos and and they give me what they want. I said, well, you got to pay me this. They go, what? I go, yeah, this is what I got to do for you. But they don't realize that, right? So it's like, yeah. kind of like similar to like your industry where you don't realize how much work I'm putting into this thing. I got to do sure. hair, I got to do makeup. I got to do all these things before, right? So It's the same. And a lot of times um, models get, um, what's the word? Uh, either not valued for the time and effort they put into shoots yeah. and stuff. For it's me, it's not just the hair and makeup and wardrobe. No. Beforehand, I'm practicing poses in the mirror. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm doing a lot of pre prep work, so yeah. that I'm bringing my my best to yeah. every shoot. Hundred percent. And there's a, and and and, there, and there's a quote out there. It's I forget who said it, but you, you know you're not paying me for today. You're paying me for the last ten years because this is this is how much work I put into this, right? So exactly, yeah. 
So, but pricing is always hard. It's always hard. It is always on both sides. I totally feel both sides. And how much? How much? You know. And and the models as well. Yeah. But, um, another question from Craig. Oh. Do story or mood boards help the model understand the concept? Yes. Hello. Yes. Good question. Good question, Craig. Yes. Let's talk <laughs> about story and mood boards. Yes. <laughs> I cannot say yes. I, I'm a visual person. Not everybody's a visual person. Mm. But for me, having a visual reference of what we want to achieve in a shoot is so important mm. and having photo references and i wish a lot more photographers would provide mood boards um or models as well because if they yeah. have a specific idea of mine for me i will often send a photo to a photographer and be like this i want to do this mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, because again, I think visually uh, a lot, so it's, it's yeah. so helps, um, especially for a model for pinpointing a look. Um, mm. I remember I did a Viking shoot a little while back mm -hmm. and I, that was very specific makeup that I wanted to get right. So the photographer mm. and everyone involved was going back and forth with reference photos for the kind of idea, even the aesthetic with lighting. And so, yeah, it so helps. Um, and for me, I love things with a narrative that have a, a, a story, have something behind them. It's again, yeah. the theater nerd in me that loves to perform. Love it. love it. Loves to tell a story visually. Yeah. Um, so having that is so important for me creating a backstory, a character right. backstory, even if it's yeah. just a glamour shoot. I'm like, well, my name is Madam Lippington and I live <laughs> like you have to create a character and it's yeah. the image. I think that. So much how do you like how like how do you find these images? Like do you go on Pinterest or do you go on Google? Like how do you find Yeah, quite images? often for me, I just Google a thing an image. Like if I'm looking mm -hmm. for um renaissance painting uh, mm. this then i will type that in or you know woman um bathing in a lake right with flowers yeah. in her hair i right. will google if i have a specific vision i will just google it out um yeah. or again instagram if you see an image I, my saved gallery on instagram is so yeah. massive yeah. because i'll see something and that can inspire an idea. Yeah. So and that's how you get more ideas too, right? And then you just mm -hmm. and then and then and then your mind then your mind gets going with all kinds of stuff, which is great. Yeah, for sure. Story yeah. mood boards, yeah. I think I think I think I think that's a great idea. Especially also like the photographer giving it to the model, the model giving it to the photographer, because that way you can work. And that's right. where you can discuss, right? For me, and I imagine this might be a pet peeve for photographers, but a model approaching a photographer saying, hey, I want to work with you, mm -hmm. but they don't have any idea or anything mm -hmm. to back that up, that would be annoying to me. Um, sometimes, you know, photographers will say, oh, I want to work with you. And then everything's dependent on me to come up with the idea. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. But Usually when I approach somebody, it's because their specific work 
Yeah, speak to me you. an idea for a concept. Yeah. I have a specific thing in mind, or vice versa. People see my work and go, I'd like to do this with you. So, okay. Yeah. Love it. Hope that, hope that answers the, your question, Craig. Well, that's a good one, actually. Yes. And I would say spread the word. Mood boards for everybody. Mood boards. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> totally. I think it's an undervalued uh, approach sometimes, eh? Again, yeah. For me, it's important because I, I think so visually. Mm -hmm. And so having something tangible to latch on to yeah. um, is good. A reference point. Yeah. Some, some, well, yeah, like of course. Yeah, some sort of like anchor that kind of anchors you to the idea and then you can like work from there, right? Exactly. Makes... Some source to thing that you can, yeah. Yeah. Do. Yeah. 100%. Um, I kind of wanted to show a couple of photos off your Instagram because it is May, May the 4th today. And we'd be remiss yes. not to show... Not to show Star Wars. I mean, it's just perfect timing that today is May fourth, and uh, I do have a bit of a Star Wars display in my background. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it. Well, I think George Lucas is in the comments, so he might uh, pop on for a couple of seconds. <laughs> George, I'm hey, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, I love this. I love this. This is so good. <laughs> Sterling shots. Was this, where 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 was the shot? Um, so I think it's called Shark Studios. Um, if you can see the spelling, is S H V R K. Yes, you know. So I think they're trying to be clever with that V. Yeah. I don't know if it's Chevrick Studios. Mm. It's in Etobicoke. In Etobicoke? Yeah. Good spot or so so? Industrial area, but what I've learned is there's a number of studios in that area. So I suppose it's Etobicoke's studio mm. area um, in particular. But that was fun. I actually, that was a duo shoot that I did with Kate Rocks. Yep. And there was a lot of Stormtrooper photos. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So it was great. I love it. Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Uh, currently, it's Babu Frick. Okay. Any reason? I have a talking Babu Frick doll. Um, before that, it was Yoda. I love things that are tiny and cute. <laughs> okay. So Yoda till the end, but currently, Babu Frick. All right. We'll take it. <laughs> There's another uh, hand solo. Han, yeah. Ah, I can make yeah. this muscle run in less than 12 parsecs. There you go. <laughs> Love that. Had to, had, had to show the Star Wars. Had to show the Star Wars today just because it's May the 4th. But Absolutely. are there are there any other photos in your grid that kind of like are favorites of yours or have like cool stories behind them? Or? Um, well, the actually my profile photo and one of the photos I think we mm. used as a promo. Yeah, that photo... Um, is done by uh, boudoir.ca, boudoirstudio.ca. Um, mm -hmm. He's based in Oshawa. He yeah. has one of the most amazing wardrobes I have ever seen. Mm. I could have just spent a whole day there just trying everything on. Amazing. There was way too much to choose from. Um, he has a whole studio wardrobe. So this was something that I just put together i wanted to do all white 
Mm-hmm. So um, I end up, I want to own that outfit and just wear it every day. Yeah. Just like do my grocery shopping <laughs> wearing that. I would. Yeah. So, um, and just the vibe. I just, he's a, a really good photographer with, um, yeah, just amazing amazing yeah. uh, studio and, and wardrobe i love it so, i love the lighting and i love i love the whole thing yeah it's crazy. i look way cooler than i am <laughs> <laughs> yeah excellent excellent good, good and, um, shout out i love the ones particularly what i was saying before where there's a story behind it mm-hmm. whether it's i've turned it into a, a ongoing series where there's several parts to it i have one that i did uh with tiff scene that is my drive series there's two more parts coming i think i just did the first part is it on your Uh, grid it's on the grid yep if you scroll up up, um yeah getting closer getting closer getting closer there we go so the ones of me in the black outfit. Oh, scroll back up. You miss. So me in the car. Oh, scroll, scroll down. Oh, this one. The yeah. Oops, I just touched something. Oh no, I didn't. So yeah. that is an ongoing series. There's three parts to that. I play okay. three different characters, um, okay. and it's tied into the lyrics of the car song "Drive." Mm-hmm. Oh. Always struck a chord with me, so I have three different um, girls to drive home. So, and as well, I have an apocalypse series that has series that has three parts to it. Um, really, I haven't shot the third part yet. Okay, but um, I think I posted the first one of that as well. There's a second series coming, but I like yeah. things with a story behind it. Yeah, and uh, an ongoing narrative. Yeah, yeah, it's not just one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just one and done. You're yeah. I like that. I like how creating like a three part kind of series to it. Yeah. Where you're telling yeah, telling a story or there's just there's meat on the bones there. There's something other Mm -hmm. than, hey, look how pretty I am. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think uh yeah, I think that's what can like separate people too, right? Is uh just being able to tell a story in more than one photo too. Because then it really focuses you on really making that idea come alive, right? So I think it's for sure. Uh, I think it's yeah. great. Also, and what's the story in the in the in the shower? What's the <laughs> <laughs> I actually in that shoot, I haven't posted those photos yet. I started off pretty. I started oh. off with the makeup looking nice and everything. But mm-hmm. um I just I love the messy but I think I, I, yeah, I titled this one hot mess. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. you know, night after a, a rough night of partying, mm. <laughs> something like that. The, I like that. It's cool. I'm still pretty, right? Kind of <laughs> vibe, right? I dig it though. I like I'll anything see. that's unconventional. Um, like everybody likes to, you know, look pretty in front of the camera. Everybody has those moments where they just, you, you know, they want to feel beautiful and glamorous. Yeah. But for me, it's like if it's something different, something else, um, yeah. something more to that, then I'm, I love it. 
Well, I just think that's what separates people, just having different ideas and doing things differently. Yeah. And not always doing, like, the typical post for Instagram or, you know, you're on a boat or something. Like, just do it do it yes. differently. Smiling. <laughs> I, I, as you might see, if you notice in my gallery, although my recent photos, I'm smiling. I don't smile yeah. a lot in my <laughs> photos. <laughs> really, one, I decided really like this one, too. Eyes wide shut. There you go. Yes. Oh, it's the sequel. <laughs> this one, there's going to be a whole Victorian story. There's, there's yeah. more to this. Um, I, I love. How to do the eyes? I'd... Oh, that. Um, I think that was a fluke. <laughs> I tried to follow a, a tutorial where you have the blacked out eyes, and yeah. similar to the shower picture with the the running mascara. Okay. But in editing, they just whited out the eyes. Oh, well, they did that in editing. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, not wearing contacts. I thought maybe, yeah, that's what you were doing. Okay. Oh, no. Interesting. Yeah, no. But um, this photographer, um, I we're on the same vibe. She's into a lot of dark uh, horror a lot of really creative stuff. Um, yeah. Some of my favorite things are like Grimm's fairy tales and mm. and scary things that are meant for children, taking mm. that childlike element and then mm. infusing stuff that is really, really, really scary. Um, so she's right on that same page. Um, I love you, Lisa. <laughs> We're going to work Lisa. Yeah. more together. Because, yeah, she's another really one good. that likes doing the unconventional, mm. um, taking an idea and, and doing something outside of the box. Love so. it. Yeah, it's different. I love it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, this yeah. again. Like, smiling. There's yeah, you, you're smiling here, right? So, <laughs> I mean, do you, I mean, do you, do you have like a favorite type of style or you just kind of like go where you feel like that day? Uh Really, I don't like to peg myself down to any specific genre. I really like to try everything. But as mentioned before, um, I really like the creative uh, shoots mm -hmm. where there's a story behind it, where there's a narrative, a concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something where, yeah, I'm, I'm visually telling a story. Yeah. I think that's what, I don't know, for me, it's like always challenging myself to do something different because doing the same thing every time gets kind of boring. Sure. <laughs> so, I like, know, you know, there's models out there that like to stick to a, a genre like I'm a boudoir model, this is what I do, yeah. or I'm a cosplay model, this is yep. what I do. But for, for me, I'm, I'm like, don't, don't peg me down. I am an, yeah. any kind of model. You want me to be something? I'll be that thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Even even if you just like shooting like a certain style, you can always challenge yourself to do something different within that style. So if you shoot, you know, beach photography, just do something different with the beach scene. Yeah. Not you know, maybe use a different lens or use different lights. Or maybe use no light. Use natural light. Like you don't need to do the same. You know, as long as as long as no. it's agreed upon with the model, like what you're trying to do, but. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like just challenging, challenging, and trying to like challenge your skills to like see how far you can take them, right? Because I don't know. I think that's the, I think that's just half the fun of doing photography is 
pushing yourself. Because, the discovery, right? Yeah, yeah. like no it's one's like, gonna do it for you. Like you need to do it like yourself. So yeah, and yeah. that's the beauty with working with different people too, right? Because people have different skill sets and ideas, and they can tell you, they can give you ideas. Oh, I never thought about this way or that way, and vice versa. And that's just really the power of community and you know having friends in the industry and just that's where the power is right yeah you know, I said, I said, many yeah. different people as possible yeah for sure like I, said um, last, I said last week like you know getting the likes and followers on instagram is great but i think the power of instagram is like the people in the people on the platform because at least you can actually talk to someone yeah for sure know? and the connections that you make um, for me, a large part, Instagram is, uh, again, an outlet is displaying, um, yeah. my work for, for me, <laughs> basically as a way like yeah. this was fun. I'd like to do this. Yeah. So, but going back to what you were saying, I could not encourage photographers enough to mm. seek out diversity and yeah. work 100%. with as many different people don't underestimate models or overlook models mm -hmm. um that is definitely something that i've encountered a lot too is is yeah. being overlooked or underestimated um and it's like stretch your legs don't be afraid to to dip your toe in yeah uncharted water yeah, <laughs> yeah. the water is warm <laughs> yeah and welcoming yeah but, um, of course of course Instagram for sure is a great way to again not only display your work but to connect with so many different. I think people. that's where the power is. I mean, do you do you show your work like like do you have a like a website that you show your work off on or is it or is this? No, I'm working. Or? I'm working on that too. Yeah, I am not the most tech savvy person. Mm -hmm. um, I often joke that on the outside I might appear like a thirty-something-year-old. But on the inside, I'm an 87-year-old yeah. woman <laughs> from the Victorian era, yeah. way before. I, so, yeah, okay. uh, don't be right. So, I'm very slow to get on board with a lot of um, common tech stuff. I'm surprised I'm doing this. I'm, I'm, we I'm try surprised. to we try to make it easier for people. We try to make it easier for people. You uh, did. It was. It could not have been more simple. Craig had a comment, constant, constant communication between the photographers is essential for successful shoots as Kay and I have had. So uh, oh. you have worked with Craig a bunch, I guess? Craig, yeah. Uh, keeping up a dialogue and having an understanding not only of the shoot and the work that you want to do, but of mm -hmm. that person. If you're asking a model to do something that is not within their personality or not within... Um, getting to know the model, getting to know the photographer, so you feel that much more comfortable with each other. Yeah, it makes the shoot go that much better because you have an established comfortability. Yeah. yeah, it's trust. In the in in the yeah. end, it's trust. Yeah. It's not yeah. just setting up a shoot and then meeting that person the day of the shoot. <sighs> yeah. It's basically it's a blind fun. date. Like, what's going on? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, that's great. I mean, did you approach Craig or did Craig approach you? Like, how did that, how did that come about? I don't remember. <laughs> I, be I believe Craig, correct me if I'm wrong, but you approached <sighs> me. <laughs> um, 
So I, I'm not too sure, but um, cool. like I said, the I'm not afraid to reach out to photographers. So yeah. sometimes I forget, like, did, did was it me who reached <laughs> out to that? But yeah, Excellent. we've worked together several times. We're actually we're planning to work together um, this month as oh, well. Exciting. So, exciting. Yeah. Cool. Sometimes you'll find yeah. photographers that you just on the same wavelength with that you yeah it's a vibe a right it's a vibe there's, yeah yeah and you just yeah get each other you're on the same page. yeah there's a and few I guess, yeah. photographers for sure and i guess that's that. the opposite of like being in an agency where you're kind of tied to what they want you really yes. have no you have no wiggle room to maneuver like it's you're, their way or the highway yeah you're the product yep and you you're must fill this role and you must um yeah that's tough yeah you don't know but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Well, we're almost at the hour, so I don't want to take up too much of, of your time. So do you have any uh, final thoughts for people, advice, tips and tricks, things that we didn't cover maybe that you wanted to mention? Um, no, uh, don't be uh, a dumb dumb. <laughs> have your smarts about you. That's good in life in general. Yeah. You know yourself, yes. Don't, don't be a dumb dumb. Don't be a dumb dumb. Um, don't let things like flattery and, and stuff like that sway you. Have a strong sense yeah. of center. Yeah. Um, and yeah, don't be afraid to reach out to people like network. Put yourself out there. You're yeah. in the business of you, you are selling yeah. you. So yeah. well, exactly. sell yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, and you mentioned uh, just like just like a minute ago how like your IG is for you, right? Like you, you know, it's for. I always tell people like do it for you first. Like you should make yeah. it for yourself first because if you're not doing that and you're giving it to like external validation, that's a very difficult uh, pos position to be in because usually when you give it to like external validation, it doesn't really work out that well. So I'm glad no. that you mentioned that, you, that that is for you first. You're gonna be. Yeah constantly disappointed yeah that's seeking just, validation know, that's just, yeah that's just like but, a social media train right where yeah yeah but that being said um tr treat your instagram like your professional portfolio put your yeah. best foot forward post mm -hmm. for you but realize that people are going to be seeing your work mm -hmm. and judging you on your work yeah <laughs> you may not yeah, like it i mean that's a good point so would you like recommend like if you only have say for example like you know 10 really good photos and five okay photos would you recommend just having the 10 really good on instagram versus 15 like less is more kind of thing on instagram and yes. showing only your best work don't and feel not having like a default for the yeah. sake of posting no you really want to put your best foot forward present yeah. your best work that represents you as authentically yeah. as possible yeah because yeah. I think I think typically people usually tend to look for like the B the B photo instead of the A photo. So if they see like a B photo there, they'll automatically think that you're, you know, a B person or something. So I don't yeah. know. Like I like like I read that somewhere. So like only have your A stuff out always. You know. Meanwhile, people like having everything out because it's like oh look at what I've done and all this and all this good stuff. Yeah, so like overload too much, right? Too much. And then Lots people don't more. tend to pay attention to the important stuff, mm -hmm. right? If there's too mm -hmm. much. Of yeah, it. Less, yeah, I like I like less is more because then it also gives it also makes the other person curious. Well, what what else does this person do? Like what exactly. else does this person do? If you only yeah. have like a few photos up, which I think is a good tip. 
Thanks, yeah. Craig. You should come on the show one week, maybe. Maybe you and <laughs> maybe you and Kate come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a photographer. Uh, yeah. So, well, yeah. You, have yeah. you guys. Craig, if you want to, I don't know what your Instagram is, but anyway. <laughs> I can send that to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, Craig, <laughs> Craig, I'll be sending you a DM. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's great. That's great. Uh, thanks again for doing this. Uh, Kate, love to have you on later on this year. Maybe you and Kate can. You and Kate can come on maybe one week. I think that'd uh, be great. Be cool, cool conversation. Yeah, because uh, there's so much to know about the whole industry. Right? I think we just we just kind of like scrape the surf the surface. So I think so. Yeah, we could go on for another couple of yeah. hours, but stories and all that good <laughs> stuff. But, um, but so do no, you? Thank you for do having you, me on. Our so. pleasure. Our pleasure. Do you want people to like any anywhere besides your? Instagram account that you want people to visit or just your Instagram account that you want people to visit? Check Anywhere me on the that? streets of Toronto. <laughs> I'm out and about. Come say hi. She'll be, be, be crushing the streets of Toronto. And uh, and the weather is good. The weather is finally warm, right? So, yeah, I'll be bopping about. So yeah, a, you will see me outside. It's not a huge hindrance to leave the house anymore, which is fantastic. So Yeah. That's great. So everyone uh, visit Kay. Her Instagram is in the description. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Um, we'll see you next week. I think we're doing the portrait challenge. I think that's what Brian has set up. We'll, we'll figure it out as per usual. And uh, like this video. Subscribe if you aren't. This, this show will be on Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're going to be everywhere. And uh, just Kay, hang, hang on for a second when we go offline. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. And we'll see you next week, hopefully with the full crew or maybe just me. Who knows? But we'll see you next week.